Mandarin sparkling water. Welcome everybody. We finally made it back to the Crowcast. And uh, what a week. What a week it's been. Um, it's been... I've been fighting it. I've been fighting trying to get back on here to do this thing. Uh, seems like anytime I get into a uh, artistic rhythm, an artistic momentum, uh, some major natural disaster occurs and uh, it dampens my spirits and makes me go, what's the point? Um, but alas, here we are. We have returned. Um, man, man, I just, uh, I don't understand. I don't understand the world. I, I'm going to try to do a thought bridge here. I'm going to try to like relay something about myself to then expand upon something about the world. You know, man, I am human AF. I, I mess up all the time. Um, something I don't understand about uh, existence or maybe just like, okay, let's just say man. I don't understand the man's need to be right all of the time. Something about myself that I, I take, I guess, pride in or, or just something I, I strive to do as a human is have a willingness to be wrong, you know? Like, I'm very fallible. I'm aware of it. I'm not saying I want to be wrong or I should be wrong or I, I, I enjoy being wrong, but I, <laughs> I have a... I have an awareness that I'm very, very human and capable of being wrong. So uh, I've, I've come to this place where I can accept my own wrongness. It still hurts at times to be wrong, um, but something I, I dislike about, I think men are worse about this, is um, a, a, a need to be so strong in our convictions that we are unwilling and unbending to the fact that we could be wrong. I was wrong on the last podcast. I think I misspoke about some uh, types of cuisine and and the flavor profiles of Calvados. Um, that's something that, you know, I, I can, I am human. I misspeak. Now, I could explain why. I had those perceptions of, of those things, um, but I, you know what, I just, I can be wrong, straight up. I think a lot of people need to have their, um, they need to be checked. People need to be checked. Uh, not, not that there's something to be said about sticking by your convictions. I mean, I think that's a, an admirable quality too, but there's a time and place for both, you know? So like... Let's just use Ukraine and Russia, for example. Ukraine is sticking by their convictions. Now, it could be said that it's going to come to a point where if it gets bad enough, they probably shouldn't. <laughs> they probably should not. Like, I think they are standing up for the right thing, but at some point, the right thing will become the wrong thing if it means too much loss of life, right? Now, Russia, on the other hand, is suffering from the opposite uh, problem they are in this situation 
saying they're right no matter what you know they're i think they're already like coming to the conclusion that this choice is has more ramifications globally than they expected or wanted and uh i think they're kind of going wait a minute this might be really bad this could be really bad for us and but now they've bought the pot they can't they can't uh they can't back out because if they do they're wrong they were wrong you know it's something about masculinity especially that i really i just annoys the crap out of me um and as i would say um (laughs) it's not something that men have a monopoly on by any means uh it's a it's something that you know it's like in order to get anywhere in life you have to stand by your convictions and you have to think you're right no matter what and you just have to just just you make choices and you stick to those choices and and they were the right choices not true i don't think that's true you know so personally you know if i ever misspeak uh, if I ever say something on here that's incorrect, first of all, I'm sorry, but I'm human. My bad. My bad, y'all. Okay, now that we've ranted about that for seven minutes, um, all for such good and, and rightness, <laughs> let's talk about what did I do this weekend? I've had a lot, or this week, I, I've had a an interesting week. I had a buddy come into town. Uh, I think I mentioned my buddy Dane came in uh, from California. It was his birthday weekend and also my sister's birthday weekend. Uh, they share a birthday in a sense. My sister's a leap year baby. Dane was born on March 1st. Um, so uh, they technically have the same birthday three years, every three years, but one year my sister has a different birthday. You know, the leap baby stuff. But we had a good time. Um, we uh, gave Dane a typical Nashville uh, romp, I suppose. Uh, starting Friday, we went and got a barbecue at Martin's Barbecue. It was pretty good. Um, the, all the meat was really high quality. The sides, I would say, were lackluster. Uh, I, I was not that impressed with the sides. The wings were good. Uh, the brisket was really good. The ribs were good. Um, so... But I, I would say, honestly, I haven't found something like I, I, I think it's just as good as Edley's. I think Edley's is just as good as Martin's. So um, the thing that Edley's has on Martin's is fried pickles. And that's a it's a huge seller for me. Just going to say it. Um, so I do believe there's better barbecue out there, um, but I haven't found it yet. So uh, and that's that's where I'm at with barbecue. Uh I'm looking for any suggestions. Barbecue is one of those things I don't like to eat often because after I eat it, I just want to like go to sleep. But I mean, there is there is few there are few foods that are as tasty as barbecue, and the sides are definitely something that are very important. Once we did that, or once we had some barbecue, we went uh, downtown, uh, checked out this. Um, place in Printer's Alley called The Whiskey Shot, which I didn't know was a thing. It's a um, it's a, a whiskey bar where you play like first-person shooters, um, which was kind of cool. Uh, it was very slow, um, which for me in a downtown downtown bar, bar um, excuse me, in a downtown bar in um, 
Nashville, like the less people, the better, the more I'm going to dig it. And there was a, a musician uh, there as well. So live music. Um, and it, so it's an extension of Jane's Hideaway. So I think it's like something experimental that they're doing. And I, I, I dug it. I dug it. If you know, it, it, it's got a gimmick, um, but a lot of whiskey to choose from and you know, something different. I think it's something you could stop in for, for half hour, have a drink and then, and then bounce if you're, you're cruising downtown, um, which is what we did. We, we left and then we went, checked out Tin Roof, uh, which is a pretty like big staple flagship bar down there, but we wanted Dane to get the whole Nashville experience. We, we did go up to the roof. It was really cold on Friday. Um, we got up there and, you know, there's something about being in Nashville on Broadway, on a roof, that makes you feel like you're in a more heavily populated metropolitan area um, than Nashville is. Um, so it was it was cool to see the city from that perspective, I will say that. Um, then we went to Target, um, came home, relaxed a little bit, and then we got sushi at Oku, which if you've never had Oku, um, I would say I, I haven't found better sushi in the city. Um, it's top-notch. I mean, you're going to pay for it, but uh, with sushi, I don't mind paying a little bit to know I'm going to get quality, you know? Um, it's got, like, big city vibes, the whole uh, Oku environment, and they have really good cocktails, which, uh, you know, everybody likes if you're a cocktail person. Um yeah, and all of their sushis, like, their rolls are really, really fresh and good and tasty. Like, they're beautiful looking. And, and they, I think one of my favorite things about Oku is they also have hot entrees that are, are really, really good. Um, I think my favorite roll there is the Shogun, so check that out. Um, what else? So, uh, actually, I did something pretty cool the next day that Dane was here. We... We just chilled out most of the day. Well, in the morning we went to Adele's, um, which is uh, where my sister wanted to go for her birthday brunch with my family. Um, it, it was an interesting place. I I liked the atmosphere for sure. It's very like I felt like I was in like a some sort of muted. I don't know. Like if, if the only the only thing I could think of was like if you've ever seen the secret life of walter mitty and the art direction in that film all of the whole restaurant reminded me of of that movie it felt very everything felt muted monochrome colors like very like i don't know like new age uh, new age isn't the, the right word modern it felt modern but also like earthy in a weird way like like it might be a commune you're not sure <laughs> and then they did they, they do brunch so it's a buffet and I think honestly that was my only real problem with the place the food was tasty but the buffet style and there were so many people there it made it hard to like enjoy your meal with the people you're with because everybody's constantly getting up and going to the buffet you know it's like I mean if you don't want to talk to your family then it might be a great place to take them. But if you want to have a conversation, I don't know, maybe pick somewhere else. Ah. Yeah, so 
Uh, but then that night, this is what I was excited about. So um, I've recently got into um, cooking over the fire, something that I didn't know I enjoyed, um, but there's something very, very like, I don't know, primal about it, I guess. It's just like, there's something that feels like it's a, it's like what you're supposed to be doing. Um, so what I did, uh, we, we got some ribeyes and I've constructed, so I've made this fire pit in my back backyard out of bricks. And then I put over a, like a, so we have this old dog like crate that I just broke down and used one side of it as a grate to put over the top of the fire pit. And it actually works really well. Um, so we sat by the fire from like five to seven and then around seven o'clock I busted out the steaks and put the put the grate on top and uh, the way I did it was I put the ribeyes on and let them sit like it was really low heat because like I let the fire die down and I just let those ribeyes kind of sit for like 10 or 15 minutes on each side and then uh, so right when they were like just getting warm, I took off took off the grate and then threw them directly onto the hot coals for like a minute on each side. And they came out like, I would say between mid-rare medium, um, perfectly cooked and like very, very like crispy on the outside because of like the cauterization from the coals. Uh, it worked out really well. The only thing that I do recommend is definitely get like a, a wet towel to put them on because... The coals are so hot they don't really stick usually, but some can. So it's so it's good to like have something to wipe them off uh, before you serve it, which um, shouldn't be much in all honesty. Uh, it was really tasty, really good. We did mashed potatoes, and Sarah makes the best simple salad. It's just feta and greens and black pepper and balsamic vinegar. Uh, it was great. Had some wine. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we went to Rosemary on uh, Sunday night. Um, it was a big weekend, you know. We 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 did it up, and I uh, I enjoy Rosemary. I think on Sunday the best because like they had the back closed. Like beauty, uh, it's, it's Rosemary and Beauty Queen. Beauty Queen's in the back. Beauty Queen is more new, like is a lot newer looking. Rosemary is just the main house, which I like. I like how they close it off, and it's just I don't know. It feels way way cooler to me um and like it's a very diverse crowd for nashville like people of all races there and the music was awesome like uh 90s r&b um we sat in the front it was it was really cool it was like in the foyer area so it's an old house if you didn't know an old house that's been co converted into a bar club and uh yeah it's like it's like if you took over your really rich aunt's house that's been living in like some historic district <laughs> and you were just like, and I'm going to have a house party there. So yeah, uh, it was a good time. And we saw Dane off in the morning and then on my days off, my dog sat for a buddy. Um, and that was, that was, that's basically been my week. Um, I didn't know I was going to go into so much detail, but just catching you up I, I i like i said i haven't been on here um i i've truthfully been anxious i've been fighting the old anxiety <laughs> um this whole ukraine situation has got me uh really stressed out i 
I have a tendency to like go to worst case scenarios with these kinds of things. I did the same thing with the pandemic. Um, and it, you know, uh, and I, I let it affect my desire to like, I'll use, who am I kidding? I will use any excuse not to do something. I, I really, I guess I just really enjoy not doing things. I just enjoy, I just hate doing stuff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the truth is, is I want to do stuff. I don't, I, I just, I, I get so, I feel so uncomfortable doing things, but like, that's the proof that I just need to make myself do it. You know, like I, 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 I hate being uncomfortable. But that's life, like life, right? You, you gotta, you gotta be uncomfortable, or you're never gonna like feel like you, you did anything. It's weird. I can just like, I can zone out and just play video games for eight hours at a time, but that's so unfulfilling, you know. Like I, I've been struggling this whole Ukraine thing, this whole Ukraine situation. Has just really made me go, what, what, what am I doing? Like, what's my purpose? Which is really like what the whole last few years have been about is like the pandemic put me in check um, with like my pursuit of art, I think, because it's like I want to make things that matter. I want to do things that matter. I just like, what's the point of anything if <laughs> like everybody in the world has a podcast? Everybody else, everybody in the world is making stuff and if everybody's saying something then nobody's listening right so it's like i don't know what's the point what's the point but i have to believe that being said i have to believe that because i have this desire there is a reason i'm supposed to be doing this i don't know what it is uh, i'm just trying to like keep talking until i figure that out i'm just trying to keep talking until i can let out the thing that's supposed to come out of me because like I do feel like I do feel like there is this thing coming out of me. And and when I'm doing this, when I'm doing this whole podcast thing, like I, I have before I go, like before I start, I know kind of like a kernel of what I'm gonna do. Um but it's still not coming out right. Like I'm still self conscious, I'm still like editing myself. I even have like a voice I'm doing and I don't I don't mean to do the voice. It's like Okay, like, let me drop the voice. But then I started looking at this stupid green bar that measures my, like, loudness. And then I fucking edit my voice. <laughs> hey, you know, I should stop editing, start editing my language, right? Hey. <laughs> but no, maybe I shouldn't, you know? Maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. I, um, I'm just an incredibly self-conscious human. Um, but maybe that brings us back to what I said in the beginning, um, um, that's okay. I am human and it's okay. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be wrong. So maybe I shouldn't be so self-conscious about it. And the fact, you know, maybe it's a, a strength that I am able to be, um, so aware of my, um, fallibility, but also at the same time, maybe I should, I can learn. So like, so, like I said, sometimes you got to be Ukraine and stand up for what you believe in and then sometimes you got to be actually I don't know if I can justify being Russia I mean I just don't know no that no I can say sometimes you have to like learn 
to admit you're wrong, which is what Russia needs to do, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. What I'm trying to say is I'm very aware of my own wrongness. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I know that y'all are going to be too, but we're trying to like, we're trying to move through <laughs> this world with a sense of, that's what, how I, I try to, I, I try to, I move through the world with, I want to move through the world with a sense of grace and forgiveness. And I hope that the world, um, you know, reflects that back to me. Um, so you know, my bad, y'all. My bad. I hope to talk to you sooner than later. Um, I I want to be. I want to. I want to do this more. I I'm convincing myself that I want to do this more. Adios, muchachos.